You're listening to Mountain View Church Audio, Christ-centered teaching from the Wilderness City, Whitehorse, Yukon. Here's this week's message. Welcome to Mountain View Church. My name is Caitlin. Here at Mountain View, we are very committed to teach people to follow Jesus. We'd love to connect with you. For those attending online, you can click the connect link or text connect to the number on the screen. For those attending in-house, you can fill out the connect card under the seats in front of you and hand it in to the welcome desk. Thank you for choosing to be a part of our gathering today. Your kingdom has 
has no end. You are the only king forever. Almighty God, we lift you higher. You are the only king forever. Welcome everyone. Today is Family Sunday here at Mountain View Church, and we are gathered to praise and rejoice in the Lord. My name is Herbert, and I'm the children's pastor. Today we come to the end of our series, The Gospel Culture, a call to be different. And in this last topic, we will talk about how the gospel impacts eternity. This topic is not something that people talk about often, usually for fear of talking about death or simply because it is seen as something abstract or boring. Throughout this series, we have come to the understanding that embracing the gospel as a culture of life makes us want to live as a community of people who have the same ideals, who work together to encourage each other in time of difficulty, and without letting religious practices, many of which are imposed by men, lead them by hypocrisy. But by the saving grace of Jesus to be guided to a morally correct life. We need a generation of heavenly-minded people who see human beings not simply as they are, but as God intended them to be. Such people will transmit an inheritance to their children much more valuable than any inheritance. And in this way, continue with this work of taking the gospel culture to different places, not only in our communities, but to all corners of the planet. Regarding eternity, the writer Randy Alcorn in his book Heaven said this, The feeling that we will live forever somewhere is something that has been on the minds of all civilization in human history. For example, the Australian Aborigine imagined heaven as a distant island beyond the western horizon. Mexican, Peruvians, and Polynesians believed that they went to the sun or the moon after death. This just to name a few examples. Anthropological evidence suggests that every culture has an innate, God-given sense of the eternal, that this world is not all there is. But does this same belief in life after death exist for Christians? Yes, 
And one of the bases is what is expressed in the Gospel of John in chapter 14, verses 1 to 3, which says, Do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me also. There are many rooms in my father's house. If this were not true, would I have told you that I'm going there? Will I have told you that I will prepare a place for you there? If I go and do that, I will come back and I will, I will take you with me. Then you will also be there where I am. These verses are words in which Jesus uses common physical terms like house, rooms, and place to describe to us where he was going and what he was preparing for us. He wanted to give his disciple in that moment and us something tangible to look forward to. A real place where they and we will go with, will go to be with him. But the question is, do we long for the eternal life that He offers us? To better understand this topic, let's see what Paul writes to the Corinthians in his second letter. I'm Dathan and I'm going to be reading uh, 2 Corinthians 4. We don't give up. Our bodies are becoming weaker and weaker, but our spirits are being renewed day by day. Our troubles are small, they last only for a short time, but they are earning for us the glory that will last forever. It is greater than all our troubles, so we don't spend all our time looking at what we can see. Instead, we look at what we can't see. That's because what can be seen lasts only for a short time, but what can't be seen will last forever. Paul, in these verses, is warning that when people face difficulties, it is easier to focus on the pain rather than on the final goal, a life with God for the eternity. He proposes that we must be focused on the reward that our faith will produce, since it doesn't matter what happened to us in this life. If our trust is placed in Jesus, we have in Him the security of eternal life. So, let's see what the following verses are teaching us. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to 17. We don't give up. Our bodies are becoming weaker and weaker, but our spirits are being renewed day by day. Our troubles are small. They last only for a short time but they are earning for us a glory that will last forever, is greater than all our troubles. As human beings, death is something that we all are going to experience at some point. What happens every day that we live is that our bodies are getting closer to that expiration time, and we are losing our physical strength. And if we add to this a disease, or living lonely, or worse, without Jesus in our hearts, 
we don't experience the hope of eternal life in which our inner being is renewed day by day to face the tribulation of life and learn to live it, hoping that there is something better at the end of our days on earth. So, if you are experiencing hard times, remember this. Don't give up. Our troubles are small. Now, continue in verse 18, in the first portion, where it says, So, we don't expend all our time looking at what we can see. This is what really distracts people from focusing on the final goal, turning their gaze to illness, loneliness, addiction, anxiety, depression, which are the thoughts that lead our perception of, of well-being. Other places besides this include extreme poverty, lack of employment, hunger, hunger etc., this prevents us from believing that Jesus came to free us from the fear of death. As stated in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, where it says, Those children have bodies made out of flesh and blood. So Jesus became human like them in order in order to die for them. By doing this, he could break the power of the devil. The devil is the one who rules over the kingdom of death. Jesus could set people free who were held as slaves by the fear. So remember this. Don't be afraid. We do have Jesus. Moving on. The second portion of this verse, uh, this verse 18, where it says, Instead, we look at what we can't see. These are the things that can only be seen through the eyes of faith, like hope, confidence in God's promises contained in the Bible, Jesus and his love for humanity and salvation as the only source of eternal life. So, why people can't focus on what they cannot see? Paul explained this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, where he says, The person without spirit doesn't accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. These things are foolish to them. They can't understand them. In fact, such things can be understood without the Spirit's help. That means we do need the Holy Spirit to understand eternity. Because we cannot see, but the Holy Spirit helps us to understand what eternity means for us. 
Moving on, the third portion of this verse 18, where it says, that because what can be seen lasts only for a short time. We must be clear that our life on earth is temporary and that everything that causes us pain has an end, like fatigue, criticism, illness, loneliness, or broken family relationship. This situation don't last forever. And at the end of this verse, in the last part, where it says, but what can't be seen will last forever. This life, as we have had to live it, is not all that exists. There is life after death, and that is the hope of the Christian. Whether we are dead, whether we are dead or Jesus come for us, our final destiny is to live with God in a place with, without sin and suffering. So, how do we put in practice this teaching, the teaching of these verses? First, as believers, we should see beyond our situation. We must recognize that human problems and limitations have purposes such as they remind us of Christ's suffering for us. When Jesus comes to earth, he has to face everything that we are facing now. And that's a reminder for us. The troubles, they keep us from pride. They help us look beyond this short life. But most important, they give God the opportunity to demonstrate His great power. Isn't that amazing? And second, we have to be sure of our salvation. And that's, that is why Paul recommended the following to the Colossians in chapter 3, verse 1 to 2, where he says, If then you have risen with Christ, seek the things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your sights on things above, not on things on earth. Faith in Jesus is the key to seeing what we cannot see. As we read in John chapter 14, verse 1 to 4, this word of Jesus showed that the path to eternal life, despite being invisible, is real. We can look forward to eternal life because Jesus has promised it to all who believe in Him. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this opportunity to share what the gospel as a culture means for everyone who believes in you. We want to know you. We want to understand the, 
the thing that we cannot see. And we are just so thankful that through your Holy Spirit, we have hope, we can see. But Father, we ask for those that have seen this video and don't believe and don't know you, that you must call this person, call by every name. We know that you are great, not just in power, you are great in mercy. And we ask that you will show mercy to everyone who wants to look forward to follow you. Thanks for show that eternity is something that is not just boring. It's not something that we cannot understand. It's something that we need. It's something that we believe and we want to have because we want to live with you for eternity. We do pray this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us at Mountain View Church. If you gave your life to Jesus today, or if you would like to submit a prayer request, please click the Connect link, text Connect to the number on the screen, or fill out a Connect card. Before we go, we have a few updates. Hey everyone, this week we are away for our Fusion Alaska youth trip. Yes, yes, it's finally happening. A ton of work and planning has gone into making this happen. So a big thank you to everyone who has supported us along the way. Please pray for us while we're away. Pray that our journey would be safe and that we'd have no car troubles. Pray that the Holy Spirit would be at work in the hearts of our youth, preparing them for this experience. Pray for those who are going to be presenting, performing, leading, and teaching, as well as all the people who have worked so hard to organize this conference. And a last note, super important, junior youth, junior youth parents, please note that since we're going to be away on our youth trip, we will not be holding an event this coming Saturday. So you don't want to show up, you'll be disappointed. That's all for now. Have a great week. We want to extend a special thank you to those who have continued to support our church. To continue that support or to make a one-time tax-deductible donation, simply click the Give link or text GIVE to the number on the screen. And if you're in-house, feel free to use one of our giving envelopes found under the seats in front of you, then drop it at the donation box at the back of the auditorium. If you pray to receive Jesus today or would like to connect with our church community, visit mountainview.church and click the connect link. If this podcast and radio ministry has been a blessing to you, please consider partnering with us or making a tax-deductible donation at mountainview.church. Thanks for listening to Mountain View Church Audio. Join us next week for more Christ-centered teaching from the Wilderness City, Whitehorse, Yukon.